0: Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic, effective relationships. I'm a D, my direct is a C. Part three, here we go. Folks, welcome to Something Unusual at Manager Tools. For the next several weeks, four in total, Mike and I will be releasing a podcast from our Effective Relationships series, which typically is behind the paywall. These are long casts. In fact, the one we are releasing is two hours and 40 minutes long, if you can believe that. The show notes run to 18 pages. Typically a show is only about five pages. They're probably the most densely packed with guidance casts that Mike and Wendy and I have ever recorded. And basically what they give you is an insight into using DISC to either manage your directs or in some cases to relate to your boss there are a total of 16 casts in the effective relationship series this cast is you're a high d as a manager and your direct is a high c so you're a forceful energetic take no prisoners kind of boss and your direct to oversimplify things, of course, a little bit, is a perfectionist. A dot his eyes or her eyes, and cross his or her uh, T's kind of person likes to go slow, likes to have a plan, likes to wait, 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 which annoys, 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 annoys you. And there are ways to get highly effective performance out of directs who are different than you. And on the other side of the series of cast there are a lot of ways to craft an effective relationship with a boss who's very different than you. For the record, again, these casts typically are behind the paywall. This cast costs $25. I think this was actually the first cast that we ever sold or these casts were the first cast we ever sold individually in providing the show notes. In these casts, you, could, you would buy both the show and the very long show notes to go with it. There are a number of topics covered in all of these casts. We've chosen, again, I'm a D, my direct is a C. But for every single disc profile, there is a cast relating to a relationship with the direct. So, for instance, I'm a D, my direct is a D. I'm a D, my direct is an I, and so on for S and C. Same thing for the I bosses and the S bosses and the C bosses. And that's why There are 16 casts for all of the bosses, D, I, S, and C. There are then the same casts in reverse for directs. So, if I'm a D direct and my boss is a high C, we have that cast. If I'm an S direct and my boss is a high D, which would be terribly problematic for most cases, that cast is also available. There are a total of 32 casts. Each cast by itself is $25. We then sell this series of casts, for instance, for a high D boss, for each of the four directs, D, I, S, and C, for only $75. So you get a discount, a three for four discount. I'm sorry, a four for three discount. If you buy all 16 of the manager casts, it is only $125. And if you buy all 32 of the casts, it is only $250. When we released these, the vast majority of people who bought them bought all 32 of the casts. That said, let's talk about this cast. We go into detail for your directs, tendencies, and desires. Guys, if you know Manager Tools, if you've been listening for a while, this cast has 16 bullet points as an outline. We start with your high c directs tendencies and desires what they think about what they like what they don't like for an example as a high c your direct spends a lot of time thinking about the details of the work that he or she is doing they want to be completely sure before they take actions another thing your direct doesn't like chit chat of course you high d's don't either your direct wants complete communication He wants you to tell him about fine details, if in fact there are fine details, not that a high D would be terribly good at discerning them. Then we'll go on to talk about what that high C, and again, this is just one of the 32 casts, what that high C wants from you as a manager, what they're looking for in terms of communication and guidance in relationship. We also talk about what your direct doesn't want from you as a manager. A high D who walks down to IC and wants to interrupt and says, you need to put this that I'm talking about now first on your list, annoys the high C. Now, that may be a reasonable thing to do in certain situations, but you ought to know in advance that it will annoy your high C. We'll talk about how your direct, the high C in this case, works with others. How does he tend to relate to other people with peers? How does he handle or she handle deadlines? And for that matter, conflict as well. We'll tell you how any direct wants to be recognized. High C's don't like being called up in front of the room. They don't care for that level of spotlight attention. We'll tell you how they tend to communicate overall. And then we'll give you a number of specific situations. What you can expect from a high C and again or an I or an S or a C depending upon the cast you buy. How they communicate face to face what you'll discover when you interact. A classic example, you high Ds don't realize that you interrupt people all the time. The high C will never interrupt. And frankly, with a bit of tongue in cheek, they will note in their head when you interrupt them that you have yet violated again one of the rules of conversation. And that will go in their black book against you. We'll talk about how they communicate in meetings. High Cs often tend to sit back. And quoting Albert Einstein, up until now, everything was in order. High Ds feel very comfortable speaking up, chiming in. If you're wondering why one of your directs is not doing it, it's probably because she's not a high D like you. We'll also talk about how they communicate by email. Email is a a natural failing point for manager and direct relationships, and it's not hard to make small changes. And for each one of these, we're not only going to tell you how they communicate, we'll also tell you what that means for you, and how to address each one of those things. How do you communicate with a high C by email if you're a high D? How do you recognize a high C? How do you handle conflict when your direct handles it a certain way? How your direct handles projects and what you should do about that? And then lastly, we finish with a take on manager tools, managerial behaviors. One-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and delegation how your direct, in this case, in this cast, a high C, responds to those things, and how you can be more effective, whether you're a D, a DIS or C, interacting with that direct, whose natural approach, in most cases, is different than you. Again, folks, this is a four-part series. If you're picking up in part two or three or four, we encourage you to go back and start with the first cast, where we start at the top. If at any time you want to go look at the effective relationships, series of casts on the website this motivates you to purchase one for 25 dollars or a grouping for larger and larger discounts we encourage you to go to manager-tools.com forward slash effective dash relationships again we rarely do this danny and i on the road get questions all the time about how can i interact with my boss or my direct based on the fact that they're different This is an extension of our Effective Communications Conference, which has become probably more interesting and more exciting for people than the Effective Manager Conference, simply because it fundamentally asks you to change the way you think about communication. And I will tell you, this cast leverages the single most important thing I ever learned in my professional life, which is communication is what the listener does. We hope you enjoy it. It's a chance to delve deep into a topic that affects all of us every week, every day, and we offer this one free to you in our normal stream as a way to introduce the idea and also to say, we know there are many of you out there who are high D bosses and you have high C's who frustrate you, and hopefully this will help you be frustrated a little bit less. We hope you enjoy this series of casts. Okay. So they don't want to be recognized in public. They want to be recognized for accuracy, precision, quality, so on. Mm -hmm. Even even if they're slow, maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so what does that mean for the for the high D boss?
1: Well, it doesn't mean that the high seas don't want to be recognised at all. They right. do. They do want to be recognised. Everybody does. Yeah, and the and the quality of their work is often valuable to you and your team. I remember working. And, and
0: yeah, it's valuable. If, I'm sorry. So sorry, sorry to interrupt, but it's valuable. But it may not be as a high D boss, It may not be in your scope of vision. That, that high quality is valuable, and let me put it differently. It may be valuable, but it may not be obvious to them that you value it.
1: Yes, right. absolutely. Okay. I, I was thinking of a team I worked with um, doing aircraft maintenance, and I worked in a marketing team, and there was a whole department of people who were all high I's and high D's, and there was one guy who sat in an in office at the end of the corridor, and he Wrote computer programs which analyzed all the aircraft in the world from the from the um from the the logs that the mm-hmm. manufacturers put out right. and he worked out which ones could come to our site could make it to our site because they were
0: potentially all the world, right? yeah
1: all over the world who owned them when they were last maintained because all those public the, all those records are public. public and then he would produce these eight inch thick books to give to the marketing guys to tell them. Which aircraft and which companies to to phone Brilliant. to sell that our our maintenance services to? Without that, they would have been selling to people who had short short range aircraft in the US that never would have reached us in right. Germany. So they would have wasted their effort. But literally, nobody noticed him. And the, uh, hugely you know, valuable. Yeah, he was complete, He was a high C, and the rest of the team was and I's. and so they didn't. Understand him, right? They and and the, and I don't think anybody ever went and, to him and, and said, did,
0: "Yeah." And, and what they dude, do is they without
1: have a, you, we could not do this. We're having a
0: quarterly meeting, and we had a good number this quarter. And we say, "Hey, by the way, Bob, come on up. Let's talk about Bob for a minute." We couldn't do it without you. Well done, chap. Good job. Let's have a round of applause for Bob. And Bob is like. Oh dear! Yeah, yeah, is that, absolutely. B- because the high deer eye says, "Why wouldn't you want some attention? Why wouldn't you want to be about yeah. you? Want it to be about you?" Absolutely. And-
1: whereas, whereas the chief of department walking down to the guy's office and saying, "I saw that you got those reports out. That th- this month's reports out on time. I know they're really valuable. The accuracy of them is great for our sales guys. They know everything about the aircraft when they phone, and it. And you're doing a great job, and we really value it." Would be completely yeah. different for him
0: yeah i i have a similar situation uh, it was involved with reports and one of the things that i did years ago was i said i want his name on actually it was her i want her name on the front page of the report R- right in other words yeah. the, the, the 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 my sales team was presenting this stuff but the analyst that we had working for us was key to the five. Yeah. Pay we only did four or five pages, not eight instead. thick. <laughs> but but because we were talking to other high Ds and I's who have a attention span <laughs> gnats, right? A squirrel and and just having her name on the bottom. She says no one's ever put my name on the document. Yeah. I said, well, frankly, stupid me. I've been here six months. I didn't think about it, but it is your document. The fact is, you're producing it for us, and we essentially say your words to other people. And it was funny, the second presentation that one of the guys did, he was in St. St. Louis, and he said, um, it, the first thing they asked is, who's this person? Is this person new? I thought Mark mm-hmm. was the boss. And, and uh, they said, actually, no, that's the person on our team that, pres- that prepares the reports, and she's a genius. And, and one of the people said, one of the clients said, sort of a client, said, Please tell her, these are great. They're completely distilled. They're wonderful. Yeah. And the word got back through me and actually through her boss who worked for me. Hey.
1: And she's sitting re- in her office oh, glowing, generally.
0: Yes, exactly. And, you know, we didn't fly her to the customer. We didn't make the no. customer say it. Very happy. And she's like, okay. And what was interesting, I, I could swear, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I could swear She met, we had a lot less tension around deadlines Mm -hmm. in the next couple of months because she was feeling good and she felt concluded and, and yet the recognition was delivered in a way that worked for her rather than for the rest of the people on the team who would be like, let's have a pat on the back. Let's go have a beer. Beer's on me because Joe did such a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they don't want, hey, it was fast. They don't want, hey, it helped us make a sale, although there's nothing wrong with that, Mm -hmm. or hey, it it solved a really vexing problem. They want to know that you got into the details and that it was correct, that it was accurate, that Mm -hmm. it was precise. Um, And that's not natural for you as a D to recognize that. You're thinking big picture. You're thinking in result. And they're thinking, I was down in the weeds, and being in the weeds in this particular case is important. So when you get a deck from one of the people who are high C who work for you, say, hey, You've covered exactly the right stuff and you give me the right level of detail. And it's clear to me that the process that the, that the presentation flows in a way that helps the customer and it shows that we're on top of our game. Something like yep. that to a high C? Okay, Ugh. great, boss. Heaven. Yeah. Right? Privately delivered.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and the other thing you you're both focused on the completion of tasks and the thing that you're trying to encourage from your high C is to get tasks done on time and not to, and to, to, to balance their quality and deadline. So when they do do it, like praise, but give them positive feedback because every time you uh, give them positive feedback about that behavior, they're encouraged to do it. More. Right.
0: Anytime they meet a deadline, you definitely want to recognize that. Let's talk about communications. Okay. How a high C direct communicates overall. First rule, high C's prefer email.
1: Email, every time.
0: Yeah, they invented the internet. High C's, <laughs> the, the 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 technicians, the software developers, the perfectionists of the world where computers garbage in, garbage out, you know, it's got to be right. Computers don't work with vagueness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they invented the internet and then they invented email to allow other people not to have to come to their cube. Written communications for a high C allows her to think carefully about what she's going to say. And to ensure that the communication is complete and accurate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They, they don't like speaking off the cuff. So, so the written written communication is, is the opposite of that, that. It allows them to, mm-hmm. you know, really think, okay, have I included everything? Am I saying it logically? Right. Is this going to come across?
0: I'm a, I'm a high D and a high I. Mike's a high D and a high C. Years ago, when we first started talking about manager tools, I would call him. And he would not pick up the phone. He would hear a voicemail and say, hey, dude, calling you about X. Just hope hope you're doing okay. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, give me a call back. Let me know. How's it going? Right? And then let's talk about this thing. <laughs> um, see you later. Bye. I would get an email 15 minutes later. Got your message. Call me. Or got your message. What's up? And I would call him back. And, and I would get voicemail again. <laughs> We finally realized, I mean, he really preferred email. Mm-hmm. And so I discovered that the way to engage with him was to send him email. He learned, by the way, conversely, that if he wanted to, well, if I send him an email saying, hey, I'm thinking about this, this, and this, he needed to think about it first and then call me because that's what I wanted. I didn't want to email as well, although I do like email. A- email allows for asynchronous communication. Um, and that's partly because I'm a high D as well as a high I.
1: He and I uh, were, were texting the other day. I sent him two texts about the same subject and then another one. It was kind of, I was working through a project and it was my stream of consciousness. I, as I thought of a question, I was texting him. <laughs> After three texts, he called me and he said, I really don't like that. Whereas you and I can have an entire conversation for 45 minutes yeah. by text.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. There's too much going on there for him to be no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She also likes the fact, um, in email, that not interrupted. Yeah. All the detail is there. Whereas sometimes giving all the detail when you're talking, people think that's boring. You can't show bullets and sub-bullets and subheadings and so on. Mm -hmm. High Cs tend to speak more slowly than other styles. Certainly less slowly than, than Ds and Is. Their voices tend to be less inflected. If there is a speaker among the four that is going to be monotone, it's the high C. Tend to be sort of a uh, just a steady tone, not real loud, not real soft. Again, the facts are the facts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's
1: nothing to get aerated about.
0: Yeah, and, and there, there there's no sense in trying to persuade me with your energy, with your enthusiasm, with your passion, because the facts aren't passionate, right? Uh, um, the details aren't passionate, and and, and let's honor the depth and so on and say, let's not try to pick the two that are most important. Let's recognize there are 35 values here and we have to look at all of them and and let's be dispassionate about it. Dispassionate mm-hmm. is a way of, uh, of saying the decision I made was the best one rather than the most exciting one. Because sometimes most exciting is, hey, we're jumping. Oh, wait, it's a cliff. <laughs> right? um, tend to be lower in volume. Y- you'll find that they'll be a little bit more formal compared to a high I or a high S in terms of saying hello and hi, how are you? A little bit less chit chat, a little bit more correct, a little bit more well thought out in advance, a little bit more when you ask them a question, they're going to pause. They're going to wait. And, and and if you're a high D or I, you're going to probably interrupt them a little bit, you know, in a way that's going to cause them to constantly pause and wait. Yeah. Let's talk about the communication of a high C direct face to face. Okay. Well, first of all, they prefer not to have
1: no, communication, face-to-face face communication. No, not,
0: They'll never do it. We're not saying no, that. No, no. But high I will seek out face-to-face and the high C will seek out email, right? Especially
1: the more important the subject, the more likely they are to do email. Yeah. Just because it allows them that completeness and the time to think about. So.
0: The high C will probably not stop by the boss's desk. It'll be an IM. It'll be an email. It'll be a text. Not that... He or she won't be willing to come into your office and have a discussion about something that's inevitable you're going to do that with your boss but in terms of people stopping by your desk you'll probably find the high c's do it least and the high i's it's and high nice. s's do it most okay Absolutely. when she does stop by or when she does have a face-to-face communication with you it's going to be have thought she's going to have thought out of thought it out in advance or she's you're going to get an email. Uh, saying, I'd like to talk to you about this. And then she's going to schedule time with you and say, I'd like to, like to visit with you about this or that. Uh Um, and she's going to come in and hand you a three, three sheets of paper. She's going to have three sheets of paper and she's going to say, okay, here, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. I want to be clear about this. I have questions here and here and here and here, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the high I who will stick his head in the door and say, look, I got three quick questions, boss, A, B, C. Can you help me with those? Okay, great. Thanks. Bye.
1: Yeah. Well, they don't like being interrupted and therefore they feel that it's rude that you, that they would interrupt you. Right. By popping their head in. And I
0: know I do this all the time. People are asking me questions. I'm like, "Hi, uh, I see you at a conference come to me and go, okay, look, I got a question. It's fairly complex. And he starts talking about, like, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 And I see you, the look of like, oh. <laughs> and, and because I'm in a position of role power at a conference, because some people unfortunately fear me because of the cast, they, they, they feel like I offended them because mm-hmm. I'm breaking a very important rule. It was their turn to talk. As I see, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. You just told me a bunch of stuff that is irrelevant to me, and Much this <laughs> and that. This is a classic case of a high C communicating in a way that makes sense to a high C, rather than the high C communicating in a way that makes sense to the person they're talking to,
1: or even the situation. Because yeah, exactly. it, because at a conference you've got a ten minute break and probably five minute, but people five five people who want to talk to you. Yeah. And so you, So whoever's asking a question needs right. to be crisp and take two minutes. Yeah,
0: my, and my high D, and, and the fact that I have so many people asking me questions all the time. We're getting ready right now for a licensee conference call. Mm-hmm. We have 20 long questions and a whole bunch of yes, no questions I have to answer, prepare for by next Wednesday. One of the things is I tell people, You've got to give me bottom line up front, which is my classic high D. That's completely opposite to a high C who, who would say, Let me make my argument, let me make my case. I might, in fact, put my recommendation at the top, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a marshaled argument well put together, even if I have to do it um, verbally. So be careful that if you're naturally comfortable having face-to-face, be careful about getting the impression that your high C doesn't wanna have a good relationship with you. He does. He absolutely does. He has a different communication style than you, and part of what we hope to have happen here in these series is, is that in these casts is that you will move slightly in his or her direction, and hopefully she'll figure out that she needs to move or he needs to move in your direction as yeah, well. And an
1: understanding of where <clears throat> people are coming from that that actually a high seas slowness in talking or the 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 fact that they prefer to send you an email is is not the, an intentional irritation. It's not. They don't do it to irritate you. They don't do it because they don't want to talk to you. They do it because that's their natural style. Exactly. And that's the way they're thinking. And that helps me a lot when, right. when somebody's doing something that's the opposite to me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. If I think they have a reason for it. Yeah. In fact, I'm
0: the better- word I use is respect. I have to tell myself that. Particularly because I am I often get what I want because of the role I'm in. But But gosh, I mean, it's like... If I'm irritated, first of all, they're poking me with an umbrella. I'm getting irritated all by myself. And if I showed respect for their point of view, rather than saying they're not helping me, mm-hmm. which is a totally selfish statement, which is a classic high eye thing, if, if I don't show respect, I'm reducing the chances we're going to get done with this conversation in the amount of time I want it done in anyway. Yeah. Good. And when they talk, there's not going to be a lot of chit-chat. There's not going to be a lot of warmth. I'm reminded of... of, of um, walking up to a a Bermudan in uh, Bermuda, uh, a a traffic policeman, and asking, hey, can you give me directions to X? And he turned to look at me and said, good morning. The high C would walk up to the boss and say, I have a question. Mm -hmm. And the high I boss, as an example, again, opposite Mm -hmm. on the circle, oh, how are you? (laughs) How's it going?
1: (laughs) I often send texts that say something, ask a question, and then I realize it's the first text of yeah. the morning, and then I send off with, good morning, how are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oops.
0: <laughs> okay, so that's how high Cs, uh, as directs, communicate, and what does that mean for a high D boss?
1: Well, they prefer written communication, and you prefer to drive by... Right. Shout, shout over the top of the cube. Well, I would say no, there are some Ds who
0: are, who love email, right? The problem yeah. is the high C wants a written communication in the form of multiple paragraphs, right? And, and, and the high Ds says D one sentence, one sentence or two yeah. or three. High Ds love their Blackberries or their iPhones or their their Androids or their smartphone or whatever to just you know they'd rather do that than type a long response on on uh, yeah. on their desktop on yeah. the email,
1: yeah. And neither of you communicate naturally. Neither of you would necessarily say of yourselves that you waste words whereas whereas you know the i's and s's in your in your opinion waste words because they chit chat and they do that social stuff and they say good morning and spend 15 minutes doing that and the fact that you're not communicating with your high c direct does not mean that that's good news you know just because you've allocated a task and you know the deadlines in a week and In the four days in between, they haven't communicated with you. That doesn't mean the task is getting done in time for the deadline. Right? Um, They could be all over the place. You have to make the effort to go communicate with them.
0: I also think that, that if you give somebody a high C four days you think that 25% of it is done on the first day. Yeah. And when you find out that nothing is done in terms of a tangible output after day one, there are high D's who immediately go to force, mm-hmm. right. And say, roll power. So what are you doing? Are you not working on it? And the I see, well, yeah, I am working on it. I'm thinking about it. I'm reminded of Richard Feynman's great books. Uh, you know, surely you're joking, Mr. Feynman, where he sat in front of a radio when he was a little kid trying to fix a radio for a friend, for a, a, a gentleman in his neighborhood. And uh, I think on Long Island and, and, uh, He sat there for a while trying to thinking, why would it do what it's doing Mm -hmm. that bothers the Mm -hmm. the customer so much? and Not the customer, but this particular friend. And he says, well, clearly it must be this or it must be that. And he says, what are you doing? I thought you were going (laughs) to fix my radio. And he says, I'm thinking. And then he realized what the problem was by thinking through it. And then he changed two vacuum tubes. That'll date you folks. Uh, he changed two vacuum tubes and it worked magically. And this neighbor went around telling everybody, this kid Feynman's amazing. He fixes radios by thinking. <laughs> right? Well, Feynman was a high C and actually, interestingly enough, also a high I, which is pretty rare. Weird. Um, and, and that's what a high C will do. They'll sit around thinking yep. and they'll, they'll plan it and they'll think through and No, that won't work. This won't work. That won't work. They'll they'll game plan it, they'll scenario it, and then going, okay, this is the plan, and I've saved myself as much time as it took, but now the actions I take will be more appropriate. And you've got to be careful. If you're constantly aboard in the high C with where are you, what are you doing, what are you doing, what are you doing? Even if you're doing it by email, which they prefer, that's going to be off-putting to them. I find the biggest difficulty for me as a high D, I'm also a high I, of course, the biggest difficulty for me talking to a high C direct is the issue of the carefulness. I'm trying to have a quick conversation, and they're trying to slow me down. And I've got ten other things to do.
1: yeah,
0: um, and I believe that working on ten things at once is better. They believe that working on one thing at a time is better. And I have to be careful not to show my irritation.
1: Yeah, right? me too. I, yeah. that the the um, their habit of stopping in the middle of a sentence, to consider the rest of the the sentence and to choose the right words, my instinct is to finish the sentence for them. It's like there's silence, I need to finish it, and I know what you're thinking, and I can just move on. And then I never get to find out what they were thinking because they don't say it.
0: We do role plays at our effective communications conference where somebody plays a high, a boss and, and they have a high C direct and almost inevitably making somebody a boss brings out their high D and they become quickly frustrated with this person playing the high C of going slowly, being careful, pausing, and they interrupting constantly, constantly, constantly. That interrupting is not helping you one bit. So what this means for you? You gotta slow down. You gotta not show your irritation. Don't jump in. Don't finish her sentences. Don't speak over her. She's gonna stop speaking and then she's gonna judge you as having violated one of the rules. Yeah. Um, so send email, send longer emails. And when you're talking face to face, slow down a little bit. We, we have a one breath rule at Manager Tools and Career Tools, which is when you're talking to a high seer let them finish and finish the breath you're breathing before you respond. And it will seem like forever, but to them, it will simply be a matter of respect. Yeah. Yeah. I can actually, I work on slowing my heart rate down when I'm talking to high seers. Mm-hmm. I tell myself, okay, easy now, easy now, slow down. And why do I do that? Not because I like it, but because I like being effective. And being effective, talking to a high C is a high D. If their are directors, slow down. Okay, we've already talked about this a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. What, what, what it means, uh, the, how the high C communicates face-to-face. What does that mean for the high D boss?
1: Well, lucky, because neither of you want to really communicate <laughs> with, about personal <laughs> things. Neither of you really want to have those social chit-chats so you can get straight to the, to the point, which is which is a good thing that makes things easier for you. But you can get into conflict when you would rather have a face-to-face conversation or an IM conversation or a phone call because it's quicker and they want to communicate by email.
0: Now, you don't think of it as an interruption, as a high D boss. No. But anytime you walk into your high C's cube, if he's working, it's an interruption, right? <laughs> we joke at the conference about people who, high C's who are typing and somebody walks into their office and the high C is the one who, t- who tends to ignore the person. The high D just keeps typing and says, what? Yeah. And the high I turns around and says, let's have coffee, right? The high C, though, keeps on typing and secretly is thinking, when are they going to go away if I keep working? Because I'm deep in it. I'm crafting a long email response to my boss on some project. And I
1: I need to think about it.
0: Let's talk about how high Cs communicate, high high C directs communicate in meetings. Okay. Got to say, high C directs love the fact that if you're a manager's manager, your meeting has rules. um, And meetings without rules are very frustrating for a high C direct. Yes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. He, he really, they really like the ground rules because now everybody, has, everybody knows them. They're on the wall. We can all right. see them. and We know what we're following and especially one at a time because right. then people don't interrupt me when I'm pausing to think – and to find the right word, right. that's not the end of my conversation. That's right. not the end of my paragraph, which right. which I's and D's assume. Where if you, you stop paused, talking, you're done. it's my turn. It's my
0: opportunity to invade your territory. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Interestingly, when people break the rules, the one at a time rule is an example. The high C gets, gets annoyed, right? Yep. What's interesting about that is you tell that to a DRI. I've had this conversation with DRI before. You know, that's annoying to a high C. And he said, I never realized that. I said, Oh, of course you don't. When they get annoyed, they don't show Show it to you. Right, The D and I, if you interrupt the D and I and they get annoyed, they say, wait wait, 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 no, 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 I'm still talking. The C simply stops, stops talking. And the D or I, and frankly, sometimes the S says, well, that's an opportunity for me to keep talking while you're literally annoying your high C. And if you need something from that high C in the meeting, you're not helping. And just because they don't give you any feedback... And you may get annoyed about that. Doesn't mean you're getting what you want. All you're doing is talking because you want to talk. And I find that happens to me on occasion, and I regret it every single time, or at least most of the time. (laughs) Okay, They're not as willing to give their opinion because they're reserved. And they might spend a good bit of time in a meeting waiting for the right time, and if the right time doesn't come up,
1: You never hear their opinion. You never
0: hear their opinion, right? You
1: need to ask them.
0: You never miss hearing the D's opinion. No. (laughs) But the high C's opinion, you might miss it. Uh, And so, therefore, one of the things you've got to do with high C's, as I'm sure we'll talk about in other casts, is you've got to be willing to probe, to ask, what do you think, right? Uh, That's generally true of C's and S's in general. They'll tend to be reserved and not share. You never have to ask an I what they think. They'll just throw it right out there. Another D, a D, they're going to throw it right out there as well, But, but... Um, you got to be careful if you don't if you're not hearing from some people as a boss a high C is probably one of them and you're gonna have to be willing to ask
1: and you might have to preface it with I I know you don't know have all the information yet but what right. do you think so far
0: look I know we're not there yet would you ask high C what does your gut tell you
1: no, no I wouldn't no. <laughs> because yeah. they don't have guts they have logic and rationale right.
0: and, and there's a general rule guys if you haven't heard us say it before about disc you don't ask high D's and C's how they feel about things you ask them what they think, okay? Or what their considered opinion is. You don't ask I's and S's what they think. You ask them how they feel. How do you feel about this? And I'll tell you how he feels. If you ask an I what he thinks, he's going to tell you how he feels. Yeah. Right? So use the right words for the right people. Okay? Um, if you ask them to make a decision, right? That they, They've got some, okay, we talked about rules, agendas. Can cause some anxiety in high right? Mm-hmm. Because they love the formality. They love the hey. I know I'm going to get through everything here. The agenda seems to be complete, and mm-hmm. it gets us through the whole hour, hour mm-hmm. and a half. But the time restrictions are a problem. We already talked about this, in, uh, relative to deadlines, right? Yeah. So agendas imply deadlines.
1: Yeah, and that can uh, you know what 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 if we don't? What if we haven't discussed this fully, and we're trying to make a decision, and and we haven't talked about everything. That's a, an anxious thought from a high C.
0: Yeah. And, and they feel forced, mm-hmm. right, to make a decision when they don't well, have all the information. Well, why why are we voting? Why are we voting on this? We haven't talked about it completely. I haven't had a chance to think this through. You just brought this up 30 minutes ago, and now we're voting? We're going to decide? And frankly, I know you. You're, you know, The vote doesn't mean that much, right? If the high C says, right, my boss tends to not pay attention to my point of view as much as he should or she should. So that's how your high C direct communicates in meetings. How can a high D boss be effective working with a high C? Okay.
1: Well, we said we said that they like rules and right. and they like the idea of ground rules and right. and so you should. We recommend that you have ground rules. So if you haven't got any, get some. Right. But then don't break them because because. A high d and a high i tend tend to think of rules as kind of flexible, and high Cs right. definitely don't. Right. And they'll respect you more if you don't break the rules.
0: Yeah, I think we have there are generally two groups of high ds. There's a group of high ds who believe that rules and efficient meetings are good, and that the high ds who think of themselves as, When you come into my meeting it's my meeting Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna run it i think that's a function of ego and security rather than just details around the type of high d we're talking about the standard among meetings if you look at 100 meetings the standard is the majority i would say 90 80 percent maybe don't have agendas Mm -hmm. this is the manager tools career tools world though where we believe that all meetings ought to have agendas just because we spend so dang much time in meetings Holy Toledo, meetings stink. They sock without without agendas. But if you don't have, as Wendy says, if you don't have um, agendas, if you don't have ground rules, get some. Because that will help more people in your group, in your team, be more effective working with you. And then, obviously, don't break them. Yeah. Now, you're going to break them some of the time. Uh, and that's okay. The high C will understand that. But putting up an agenda and ground rules and then not following them at all because it's your meeting and you do what you want. I mean, I don't know how many times directs have said, Yeah, my boss has an agenda, and then he just proceeds to talk for the whole hour in the meeting. Really? That doesn't make any sense. I, I think another thing is you're gonna have to manage when the high C wants to contribute. They'll generally be quieter, but when they decide they want to contribute, they're gonna want the time they need to make the points they need to make. And you're going to have to at times say, hey, thanks, and we need to move on if you're following an agenda and if you're following ground rules. I also think that uh, there are going to be times when the high C believes that they're right. And we have, a, we have a podcast called Murdering the Unchosen Alternative, which is if there's two topics on the table or co- two courses of action, A and B, and A gets decided on when, in fact, the high C believes B was the right one, you're going to have to share with that high C that if we choose A rather than B, B's dead. Mm -hmm. And we don't talk about B anymore. And the fact that you continue to talk about B being right makes you not professional. It is the highest form of unprofessionalism to have the organization have made a decision and for you to say, no, the organization is wrong. Because you're a part of the organization and you're essentially dissing the organization. Now, we're gonna disagree some of the time and and sometimes I'll go your way, sometimes you'll go my way. But if I go your way, I'm not gonna remind you that my way would have turned out better Unless I'm an idiot yeah. and I told by the you same so. t- Yeah, it's exactly and, and the high C saying well, but I voted for B or I believe B was right I'll tell you what that'd be the kind of conversation if I had a high C do that a couple of times I'd come off and say this is not feedback, but you're pissing me off enough. Okay uh, uh, There'll be plenty of times when you're wrong and I won't shove it down your throat in a meeting But you look unprofessional pointing out that you are the right one. You're making yourself an island rather than a part of the team. And you may think that it's okay to be an island, but trust me, dude, this is an organization and that means it's full of organisms and you're connected to us. You wanna make yourself an island. When it's musical chairs, you'll be the one without the chair. And that's not a good thing. And high seas don't think that way.
1: No, they don't. But part of your your role as a manager is to teach people. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's it, their, their growth and their learning is, is your responsibility. And, and it depends, you know, the first time you might say it a lot gently and the fifth time you might say, you're pissing me off. But. Yeah,
0: I think that uh, as an example, you're going to have to ask high C's to speak up more. Bob, what do you think? What's your opinion? OK, now, if Bob doesn't have an opinion, I, I have nothing. After a couple of those you, in one on one, you say to him, hey, listen, can I give you some feedback when, when you don't speak up in meetings, when you say you have nothing? Um, When I know you've been thinking about it, it sends a message that you're not engaged with the team. Can you change that? Um, By the same token, when the high C goes on and on and on, you're gonna have to cut him or her off and then you're gonna have to give him negative feedback about talking too much. Uh, They can't say, I don't wanna talk at all and then when I wanna talk, take too much time." time. There's a balance between talking more frequently and keeping your comments within the limits of time because we don't have an unlimited amount of time. We never do. Time is a competitive advantage. Unless we make it a disadvantage. <laughs> so that's how high Cs communicate by email, which is to say a lot <laughs> yes. and in detail. So um, what are the potential conflicts for a high D boss with a high C in terms of email?
1: Oh, Your complete opposite tendency in in the nature in of, of your emails in, in right. terms of length exactly so you want to send a one line or two lines or the bare minimum because you want to get it done and that and i see things, i can't make a decision because you haven't given me all the information that i need to make a decision um, and they won't necessarily answer because they don't know how to answer and you're and you're thinking, well, it was a straightforward yes/no question, and then, right. and to them it's not. Right. Um, and so you may have to either give more information or say i don't have anything more of this on this what would you say given the information we have
0: right i think we ought to take the edge off of the role power that's assumed by asking very direct questions and say i'd appreciate it if you would would you please thank Mm -hmm. you i appreciate this a little bit uh, just a tad more formality a little bit more sense of hey, I, I want to ask you, um, yes. high Cs ask questions. And if you're a high D boss and you tend to just make statements, I want this, I want this, I want this. It comes across as a little bit demanding or a little bit forceful, which may feel as conflict to high C. And so they may lean back a little bit. Um, Show some
1: respect for their expertise.
0: Yeah. Because and, they
1: have some, well, again, otherwise you wouldn't have them on your team.
0: I also think one long paragraph where it's just kind of, as you said earlier, just sort of stream of consciousness is not helpful to high C. Make it a couple of paragraphs, make it shorter, put a couple of bullet points in there, say, hey, here are the three things I want. If, if I see it's an email saying, Bob, I'd appreciate your input on X, there are three key points I want you to consider. They're already feeling good about that mail. Yeah. As opposed to saying, there are three things I want you to think about as you go through this and then it's all one long paragraph, it's it's 200 words, one long paragraph. The high C goes, oh, I have to read this again, I have to think through, I have to go, okay, what are the key points? I have to weight those and so on. So the form of your communication can actually help. Yeah. And although, to be clear, both of you like email, you just got to be aware that you may have to be a little bit longer, okay?
1: And sometimes your direct will communicate by email when you think oh, a phone call or a text message would have sufficed. Yeah. And sometimes, if, if time, we talked about different, doing different things in different situations, if time is not of the essence, just let it go. Sometimes it's fine. It's not what you would have done, but it doesn't matter. And, and that will reduce the amount, like fight the battles you need to fight, right? Yeah. Don't, don't choose to fight on everything.
0: Yeah. Okay, how does a high C direct communicate by email?
1: Well, okay. we already we already said that they loved communicate by
0: email. They wouldn't say say (laughs) they'd love to communicate by email. They say say they would prefer prefer it
1: because it's more more complete and accurate and efficient.
0: Efficient. I can sit here and have multiple conversations at the same time. And when I say things, they'll be correct and accurate. And I can check my draft and double check my draft and uh, constantly be working on it. And I do have 30,000 emails in my inbox, but I promise I'll get to them. And when I get to them, the answer I send will be complete and accurate and professional. Yeah. Look. A high C would say, I can take the time to think about what I'm going to say, and I can get it right. Uh, I'm not going to be interrupted, right? There's no exchange, Mm -hmm. right? There's no real-time exchange that causes me to lose my train of thought or forget that I'm on point A or point B. She can include all the necessary data rather than Conversations tend to happen more quickly than email. Yeah,
1: and you can't show someone a spreadsheet when you're in a conversation walking down a corridor.
0: Exactly, right? You, and you can't include attachments, right? That's nope. that's what yeah. the attachment, right? Um, there's probably going to be bullet points in there. There's going to be other methods to organize the information, to make it easy, to, to show how important various facts and various ideas and various thoughts are. And probably he or she's going to take a little longer than many bosses might want, right? Yeah. You ask them a question... They've got to come up with the answer that they feel good about, and so they're gonna take some time to respond.
1: We did, a, we did a question on Facebook a couple of weeks ago of how long does it take you to write an email? and the, And the response varied from 20 minutes to 30 seconds. Yeah. And, and that's the, the D's and I's at the short end and the C's at the long end. Right.
0: And we, we, we tell people all the time that we recommend you do email three times a day. And it's not so much because of their, their natural tendency in terms of, in terms of email, but rather, about the necessity to get work done rather than just simply doing email all day long. And the high C's struggle with that most of all. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can get through 50 emails in 30 minutes just seems anathema to yeah. a high C because there's not enough time to do it. And and folks, to be fair, if you're a high C or if you have a direct who's a high C, we know that's harder, right? The the high D's have no problem getting through email in 30 minutes, but when you're starting to get in two, three, 400 emails and all you do is spend all day doing email, no offense, but there's a good chance that the bigger picture thing, which is achieving your objectives, is not getting done. And getting through all your email and not achieving your objectives is not as good as achieving your objectives and not, and not getting through all your it. email. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And people say, well, look, I'd like to do more, but I'm swamped. Well, what we find is when we look at, when we do Drucker time analyses, mm-hmm. we find that they spend all their time doing email. If I had to pick one thing that causes people to miss deadlines and be behind and so on, it's email. Yeah. And yet I know thousands of people who have changed the way they handle their email and, and become a lot more effective and still gotten the email done. For a high C, that's more of a stretch. We respect it, we know it, uh, and yet we still would encourage it. And we would encourage you as a boss to tell your high C, look, we got to get through email faster. You can't be sitting at your cube doing email all day when in fact relationships matter. We, we talk about a high C as not being naturally a relationship creator or a relationship maintainer. And the fact is in one's career, results and relationships both matter.
1: And funnily enough, email it doesn't. Yes, email doesn't. Matter, <laughs> email's not right? in that list, yeah. is it?
0: You're not going to get a gold star at the end of your career for being, uh, for being complete and thorough with all of your email. No. Um, one more point. They tend to be fairly formal in the sense that there's going to be, uh, there's not going to be any emoticons, there's not going to be any jokes. Communication tends to be about work, informality teasing and so on. Not that they can't take a joke. Come on, everybody can take a joke.
1: But they're not like high eyes who forward the, the, forward the jokes, best jokes the to the 500 best friends.
0: Exactly, right. <laughs> um, that would be a waste there's of There's going to be bullet points as opposed to emoticons. We're just mm-hmm. in high eyes, no bullet points, lots of emoticons. So emoticons. Um, they're going to have a signature block. They're probably not gonna include your name because email arranges things so that it comes to you naturally. Um, And you're gonna notice some structure. Probably willingness to be a little bit longer, and they're also gonna have attachments as well. And they'll expect you to read the attachments. Yeah. Thanks everyone, that's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one, so long.